what happened was Lord Jesus Christ I remember seeing violent and abusive situations when it came to adults and children who were victims of sex trafficking. And I was often the victim of violence as well as abusive situations as a child victim of sex trafficking myself. Anyone looked vulnerable, we were, which we all were, we were all susceptible to traffickers, the pimps, and the abuses of the traffickers and the pimps against us. We all fell prey to sex trafficking because we were seen as defenseless, and that is the ultimate reason for why we were vulnerable. The trackers and the pimps, they, they studied us before approaching us. And in the world of human trafficking, I saw homelessness, poverty, violence, substance abuse, alcohol use disorder, Even they were willing to sex traffic victims who were of mental or physical disability. We fell prey to the trappers and pimps because we hoped for a better life and we didn't feel like we had anywhere else to go. Uh, the trappers and the pimps they were able to um, ensnare us because they frequented um, our homes, the streets, train stops, bus stops, public parks, shopping malls, uh, schools we attended. grocery stores, restaurants, eateries, sporting events, and just events and functions of all kinds. That's how they were able to yank us. So some of the people in the sex trafficking world did show signs of physical abuse. Um, they did have unexplained absences. They did display hypersexualized behavior. They did dress inappropriately. They were often depressed, often distracted. They did wear expensive, pricey clothes. They had a shit ton of money. They were branded with tattoos. They had older 
much older partners and they would constantly talk about um, being party animals and uh, that that's how you could tell that they were victims of sex, sex trafficking. Um, we were all targeted and picked up by traffickers and pimps who coerced us into performing sex acts with them in return for food and shelter. And we were, we, these traffickers and pimps coerced us into performing sex acts with other children and other adults in return for um, compliments and flattery. Um, in fact, the truth is often get friendly with us. Friendly is not good in this context. Um, they use financial tactics and force, emotional tactics, even brand new clothes to lure us in and control us, some of the victims, they forced them to be dependent upon drugs, alcohol, and tobacco smoking products. And in the world of human trafficking, I have to be truthful about this. which included praise, superficial charm, superficial sympathy, also known as crocodile tears, excessive apologizing, money, approval, um, gifts, attention, facial expressions such as a forced laugh, a forced joke, a forced smile, and private recognition and public recognition without um, being open about the crimes they were committing um, against us. Um, 
In the world of human trafficking, there is negative reinforcement, which involves removing one from a negative situation as a reward. Then there is intimate or partial reinforcement, partial intermittent negative reinforcement did create an effective climate of fear and doubt. And there was a partial intermittent, intermittent positive reinforcement, which encouraged us as victims to persist. Then there was punishment, which includes nagging, which included nagging, yelling, the silent treatment, intimidation, threats, swearing, also known as profanity, also known as love language, emotional blackmail, guilt trips, sulking, crying, and playing the victim. Um, and then there was traumatic one trial learning using verbal abuse, explosive anger, rather intimidating behavior, establish dominance and superiority. Even one incident of such behavior can, con can, con did con condition and train us as victims to avoid upsetting, confronting, and contradicting the manipulators. Um, we all had the desire to please. We all had the addiction to earning the approval and acceptance of others. We all had emotophobia, fear of what is called negative emotions, also known as fear of expressing anger, frustration, disapproval. We all had a lack of assertiveness and inability to say no. We all had a blurry sense of identity that saw personal boundaries. We all had external locus of control. We all had low self-reliance. We all had um, the need to, you know, and then we had to deal with the um, in organized crime, there was, uh, in terms of human trafficking, there was the, the, the manipulate the traffickers and the pimps, also the manipulators, they, in their minds, felt the need to advance their own purposes and personal gain at virtually any cost to others over us. A strong need to obtain feelings of power, superiority, relationships with others, compare megalomania, they want and need to feel in control, desire to gain a feeling of power with others in order to raise their perception, self-esteem, furtherance of cult dynamics and recruiting and retaining followers, bored or growing tired of one's surroundings, some manipulation as a game more than hurting others, covert agendas, criminal otherwise, or financial manipulation. Often sees intentionally targeting the elderly, uh, unsuspecting, unprotected wealthy for the sole purpose of obtaining victims as financial assets. Then there is not identifying underlying emotions from the experience of committing both subsequent rationalization tendency to not manipulate consciously, rather try to convince themselves of the invalidity of their own emotions, lack of self-control, over-impulsive antisocial behavior, leading to preemptive or reactionary manipulation of the same image. So, um, in the world of human trafficking, there are people that are dependent. Dependent people need to be loved and therefore gullible and liable to say yes to something to which they should say no. Immature has impaired judgment, so tends to believe exaggerated advertising claims. Naive cannot believe there are dishonest people in the world or take for granted that if there are any, they will not be allowed to prey on others. Impressionable, overproduced by farmers. Trusting people are honest often assume that everyone else is honest. They're more likely to commit themselves to people they hardly know without checking credentials, etc., and less likely to question so called experts. Carelessness, not giving sufficient amount of thought or attention to harm or errors. Lonely, lonely people may accept any offer of human contact. A psychopathic stranger, the psychopathic strangers in human trafficking world offer human companionship for uh, steep prices. Um, the narcissistic 
Narcissists are prone to falling for unmerited flattery. Impulsive, making snap decisions. Altruistic, the opposite of psychopathic. Too honest, too fair, too empathetic. Frugal, cannot say no to a bargain, even if they know the reason it is so cheap. Materialistic, easily pray for loan sharks or get rich quick schemes. Greedy, the greedy and dishonest may fall prey to a psychopathic, easily enticing, but acting in more ways. Masochistic, lacks self-respect, so unconsciously let psychopaths take advantage of them. They think they deserve it out of a sense of guilt. The elderly, the elderly can become fatigued, less capable of multitasking when hearing a sales pitch, or less likely to consider that it could be a con. They are prone to give you money, assuming it's a hard luck story amongst elder abuse. All those things happen in the world of human trafficking, which is a form of organized crime. Here's another thing that happened in the form of organized crime. There was concealing aggressive intentions and behaviors of being affable, knowing the psychological vulnerabilities of the victim, determine which tactics are likely to be the most effective, having a sufficient level of ruthlessness to have no qualms about causing harm to the victim if necessary. Then, the, then there was lying by commission. It is hard to tell somebody's lying at the time they do it, although often the truth may be apparent later when it's too late. One way to minimize the chance. Excuse me, one way to minimize the chances of being lied to is to understand that some personality types, particularly psychopaths, are experts at lying and cheating, doing it differently and often in subtle ways. Lying by omission. This is a subtle form of lying by withholding a significant amount of the truth. This technique is also used in propaganda. Denial. Manipulator refuses to admit they have done something wrong. Rationalization. An excuse made by the manipulator for inappropriate behavior. Rationalization is closely related to spin. Minimization. This is a type of denial coupled with rationalization. The manipulator says that their behavior is not as harmful or responsible as someone else is suggesting. Selective inattention or selective attention. Manipulator refuses to pay attention to anything that may distract from their agenda. Diversion. Manipulator not giving a straight answer to a straight question, instead being diversionary, steering the conversation onto another topic. Evasion. Similar to diversion by giving irrelevant, rambling, or vague responses. Covert intimidation. Manipulator putting the victim onto the defensive by using veiled, subtle, indirect, and implied threats. Guilt trip, a special kind of intimidation tactic. A manipulator suggests to the conscientious victim that they do not care enough, are too selfish, or have it too easy. This can result in the victim feeling bad, keeping them in a self-doubting, anxious, and submissive position. Shaming. Manipulator uses sarcasm and put-downs to increase fear and self-doubt in the victim. Manipulators use this tactic to make others feel unworthy and therefore defer to them. Manipulators can make one feel ashamed for even daring to challenge them. It is an effective way to foster a sense of inadequacy in the victim. Vilifying the victim. This tactic is a powerful means of putting the victim on the defensive while simultaneously masking the aggressive intent of the manipulator, while the manipulator falsely, falsely accuses the victim as being an abuser and responsible victim stands up for defends themselves to position. Playing the victim role. Manipulator portrays themselves as a victim of circumstances or someone else's behavior in order to gain pity, sympathy, or evoke compassion, thereby get something from another. Caring, conscientious people often cannot stand to see anyone suffering, and the manipulator often finds it easy to play on sympathy to get cooperation. Playing the servant role, cloaking a self-serving agenda in the guise of a service to a more noble cause. Seduction. Manipulator uses charm, praise, praise, flattery, or overtly supporting others in order to get them to lower their defenses and give their trust and loyalty to the manipulator, they will also offer help with the intent to gain trust and access to an unsuspecting victim they have charm, rejecting the blame by the others. Manipulating scapegoats often in subtle, hard-to-detect ways. 
Often, the manipulator will project their own victim onto the victim, making the victim look like they have done something wrong. Manipulators will also claim that the victim is the one who is at fault for believing lies they were conned into believing, as if the victim forced the manipulator to be deceitful. All blame except for the part that is used by the manipulator except false guilt is done in order to make the victim feel guilty about making healthy choices, correct thinking, and good behaviors. It is frequently used as a means of psychological, emotional manipulation and control. Manipulators lie about lying only to manipulate the original, less believable story to a more acceptable truth than the victim would believe. Projecting lies as being the truth is another common method of control and manipulation. Manipulators may falsely accuse the victim of deserving to be treated that way. They often claim that the victim is crazy or abusive, especially when there is evidence against the manipulator feigning innocence. The manipulator tries to suggest that any harm done was unintentional, that they did not do something that they were accused of. The manipulator may put on the look of surprise or indignation. This tactic make, makes the victim question their own judgment, possibly their own vanity. Feigning confusion. The manipulator tries to play dumb by pretending they do not know what the victim is talking about or is confused by an important issue brought to their attention. The manipulator intentionally confuses the victim in order for the victim to doubt their own accuracy of perception, often pointing out key elements of the manipulator intentionally included in case there is room for doubt. Sometimes manipulators will have used cohorts in order to help back up their story. Brandishing anger. Manipulator uses anger to brandish sufficient emotional intensity and rage to shock the victim into submission. The manipulator is not actually angry, they just put on an act. They just want what they want and get quote unquote angry when denied. Controlled anger is often used as a manipulation tactic to avoid confrontation, avoid telling the truth, looking for other hide intent. There are often threats used by the manipulator of going to the police or falsely reporting abuse that the manipulator intentionally contrived to scare or intimidate the victim into submission. Blackmail and threats of exposure are, are other forms of controlled anger and manipulation. Especially when the victim refuses initial requests or suggestions by the manipulator. Anger is also used as a defense so the manipulator can avoid telling truths or inconvenient times and circumstances. Anger is often used as a tool or defense to ward off inquiries or suspicion. The victim becomes more focused on the anger instead of the manipulation tactic. The manipulator comforts the victim into submission by claiming, whether true or false, that many people already have done something that the victim should as well. Such manipulation can be seen in peer pressure situations, often occurring in scenarios where the manipulator attempts to influence the victim to trying drugs or other substances. So that was brandishing anger and bandwagon effect to all these things I saw in the world of human trafficking. Also in the world of human trafficking, I saw mood or emotional state enhancement, mood worsening, concealing emotions, capacity for inauthenticity, poor emotional skills, and using diversion to enhance mood. The enhancement worsening the diversion where you used to identify the ability and willingness of manipulative behavior. Yeah, I saw that in that world too. So, in the world of, of human trafficking, I saw naivety or immaturity. People find it too hard to accept the idea that some people are cunning, devious, and ruthless, or in denial if they're being taken advantage of. Overgreebleness. People are too willing to give another the benefit of the doubt to see their side of things. Low self-esteem. People struggle with self-doubting, lacking confidence, and assertive instincts are likely to go on the defensive too easily. Over-intellectualization. People try too hard to understand and believe others have some understandable reasons to be manipulated. Emotional dependency. 
People who have a submissive or dependent personality, the more emotionally dependent a person is, the more vulnerable they are to being exploited and manipulated. So that in the world of human trafficking. Um, Here are the other parts of human trafficking that I was exposed to. Um, deceitfulness and exceptional manipulative abilities are the most common traits among antisocial personality disorder and narcissistic personality disorder. It is the major feature found in the dark triad personality traits, particularly Machiavellianism. Antisocial personality disorder or sociopathy first individuals who will not realize the rights and wrongs of their actions and the ability to neglect others emotionally. People with this disorder may not feel that they're doing anything wrong and therefore manipulate others for their own pleasure. This mental disorder relies on features of deceitfulness and arrogant, arrogant, arrogance acts, arrogant acts. Borderline personality disorder is unique in the grouping as borderline manipulation is characterized as unintentional and dysfunctional manipulation. Marsh M. Linehan has said that people with borderline personality disorder often exhibit behaviors which are not truly manipulated but are erroneously interpreted as such. According to Linehan, these behaviors often appear as unthinking manifestations of intense pain and are often not deliberate at, and are often not deliberate as to be considered truly manipulated. In the DSM five, manipulation was removed as a defining characteristic of borderline personality disorder. Conduct disorders where behavioral behavioral and age appropriate actions are taken advantage of primarily occurring in children and adolescents. Individuals with this are characterized as lack of empathy, sense of guilt, and shallow emotion. These behaviors are shown in connection to manipulation by tying in narcissistic traits. Aggression and violence are two factors perceived by individuals with this, with this disorder. In order for this disorder to be consistent and shown, the progression must be made for at least 12 months. Factitious disorders geared towards mentally ill individuals who purposely forge symptoms physically or psychologically. Fabricating illnesses allows individuals to feel a thrill and receive free aid and hospitable admissions and treatment. Feelings of persistence, abuse, and other childhood and excessive thoughts are common for these individuals who are connected to borderline personality disorder. Histrionic personality disorder foresees individuals who seek scrutinizing behaviors, inappropriate learning tactics, or irregular emotional patterns. Histrionic symptoms are geared to the disorder if seeking reassurance, switching emotional feeling uncomfortable. Narcissists and histrionic personality disorders overlap because decisions are sporadic and unreliable. These individuals can experience the symptoms from failed attempts at depression-like symptoms. Narcissistic personality disorders characterize as feelings of superiority, a sense of grandiosity, exhibitionism, charming, but also exploitive behaviors in the interpersonal domain. Success, beauty, feelings of entitlement, and a lack of empathy. Narcissists employ two strategies to maintain their grandiose self, assertive self-enhancement, self-promotion, antagonistic self-protection, self-defense. All these factors can lead individual narcissistic personality disorder and by others. So these are other things I experience in the world of uh, in human trafficking. Then there was indirect aggression, primary psychopathic traits, 
no levels of social awareness, emotional manipulation, suppressing emotional intelligence, no social information processing, self-serving cognitive distortions. That is what occurred to us in the world of human trafficking. So, they, the traffickers ended up forming strong bonds with all of us by claiming that they loved us and wanted us and need us, saying that these sex acts will, that these sex acts allowed a good fortune for them as traffickers in a sense. Um, the sex acts meaning the ones they would force us to do with them and the ones they force us to do with other adults and other children. Um, some even, some of the traffickers pimps ended up marrying some of the victims and the emotional bonds that the, us as victims were given, we never felt in our lives In order to lure us in, um, the only person I had emotional bond with was my grandma Claire during that time. So the tra trappers and pimps resorted to physical sexual abuse of us in order to keep us under their control. So yes, they, like I said in the beginning, they used corporal punishment, hands, belts, sometimes utensils, stove equipment, you know, kitchen equipment, and what was in cabinets to strike us. And, um... A lot of the victims did manage to escape their captors. Some came back and some didn't. Some came back and then left for good because we all felt like we didn't have anywhere to go to. And I was considered a runaway youth. Um, I stayed in the, uh, the human trafficking world for about at least a month at least a month I think it was it all started in the fifth month of my being an organized crime, so about a month. So the human trafficking ended because all the criminals made it clear in the DMV area that them or the mafia or the blood, the Crips, and the 13 and Mexican drug cartels 
is understood. If you had, if you decided, if they decided to continue to keep me in crime, all of them are going to have contracts out on their lives. So that's how those same criminals that got me out of the illegal drug world and, you know, the gang banging world and the street crew world because even all the street crews understood that there are, those criminals were going to put contracts out on them if they kept trying to keep me in organized crime so my whole life with crime died because those criminals were like wait a minute you got you got a child experiencing what dealing with what seeing what feeling what so I think I was in human trafficking world from the fifth month in my into being an organized crime and all the way to the sixth and the last month in organized crime. I was an organized crime for about six months. In six months, a lot of a lot of shit happened. There was a lot of slimy motherfuckers and grimy motherfuckers. And They were afraid. To be killed. They were afraid to be killed and beaten. So we were runaway youth. At risk youth. We were all manipulated and deceived. As. As child victims and adult victims. And yes we were controlled. And um, there were teams of sex traffickers and and pimps. Um, I remember the people they forced us to have sex with paid them. I got twenty five. I got. I said. I remember what I said in the last episode. I, I, all I know is I got most I got more money than everybody else. I was their favorite. Childcas and the pimps raped me the most because they found me the most attractive. And um Out of all the human trafficking victims, I was raped the most by the adults and they forced me to have sex children the most because the adults said I was their favorite out of all their clients. And the children and I got along the most, so that's, and the traffickers and pimps saw that and adults said these things to the traffickers and the pimps. And they saw how me and the children related to each other. So that's how that came to be. Um, I was... I was exposed 
to fetch things. And, um, some of them made me shoot at people, and I'm thankful that they all miraculously survived, and none of them died. They all were successfully hospitalized, and they had decent medical care. I want, I want this to, and they all never were angry at me. In fact, some, all of them were able to have some of the traffickers and pimps in prison. Um, sometime, I remember leaving the world of organized crime because I had to because of some criminals. And I would bump into people that I, I met from organized crime. Um, it was usually the human trafficking people. They were the most into, I still want to keep in touch with you. Not the traffickers, not the pimps, but, you know, the innocent people that they remember. And... I remember that they told me that some of the traffickers and the pimps ended up um, serving lengthy prison sentences. Some got the death penalty in other states and were executed after being on death row for some time. And Some ended up in psychiatric hospitals. Some ended up homeless, starving and hungry on the streets. Um, some got robbed. Some got beaten up. Some just got killed. And the rest went on to live their lives in hiding. I remember from time to time being in, you know, I, ne I didn't walk the streets alone. There are certain women that in the book I talk about how they, um, And had me walk the streets alone, but there are times when, let's say, the woman I was hanging out with, we were at a store, we were in one aisle, some of the people in my past, unbeknownst to the women, those innocent people saw me and told me that happens at time time hanging with the women when they would hang out with me. And if their back was turned, I remember seeing people from the past, um, I remember it was uh, that's how I was able to know about a lot of what happened to the criminals, organized criminals in that in the drug world. I know that the same things happened to traffickers and pimps happened to 
Moxie members to show sustain being in the area. Um, Mexican drug cartel members, Bloods, Crips, and the street crews of DC. Um, I remember that. I remember uh, MS-13 happening to them. They met the same fates of the traffickers in the pimps. I was kicked out of street crews DC by the same criminals who they kicked me out of every kind of organized crime. And all the names of those groups I named to you and all the type of people, they kicked me out of all crime. I was in it for six months. Yeah, in the human trafficking world, other ages and sexes are as vulnerable, were as vulnerable. We were all males and females. I just want to be real and say yes, these things that happen. I remember um, feeling a sense of of anguishing guilt because they forced me to stick up and rob people. But I would apologize to these people just like the people who forced me to shoot at. None of them were mad at me. These same adults who they forced me to do things to. They ended up finding a way to have those people prosecuted so they didn't want to put my name in it. Like, well, that's a child. We don't want to, you know, put them in all this. And all the people that I was forced to shoot at, they found ways to prosecute traffickers because I put my name in it. They just felt like, you know, Antonio's been through enough. We we will we'll have them serve time but not put his name in it. Um, so I got 25% out of the $200, which means everybody else got 20% of $200. So 25% of $200 is $50. i am just using an example of something I remember. I remember the full-blown sex use is $200, so I would get 25% of the month. So I would get $50 each time. And um, 20% of 200, everybody got $40. Like in a drug or 25% is very huge. Like I got 25% of 100. Um, which means that I would get $25 each. And everybody else got $20 each. In the drug world. One, one crew, crew I was in. Um, and um, I want to say this as I close in five minutes. Now you understand why when it comes to my sex life, my consensual sex life, because 
I say that because I want people to understand the difference between human trafficking and consensual sex. I hate, I hate, this is what I hate, right? I don't want anyone sexually abandoned, sexually deserted, sexually desolate, sexually, a sexual destitute, sexually desperate, sexually empty, sexually unused, and all the right, you know, sexually vacated, sexually left, sexually neglected, sexually relinquished, sexually lonely, sexually forsaken, sexually solitary, sexually hopeless, sexually cast off, sexually cast aside, sexually cast away, sexually forgotten, sexually shunned, sexually forlorn, sexually avoided, sexually outcast, sexually rejected, sexually helpless, sexually unfortunate, sexually alone, sexually discarded, sexually scorned, sexually lost, sexually doomed, sexually friendless, sexually wretched, sexually gone overboard, sexually out on a limb, sexually waiting at the church, sexually left in the lurch, sexually in the cold, sexually left holding the bag because they weren't sexually befriended, weren't sexually used, weren't sexually happy. When I say unused and unused, I'm not talking about abuse, I'm talking about them not experiencing the proper usages of sex and sexuality. So I'm sensitive to that when it comes to my off-camera sex life and my future on porn on-camera sex life. And so I want to be an ethical porn director, an ethical porn pornographer, uh, an ethical porn star, um, an ethical porn cinematographer, ethical porn filmographer, uh, an ethical porn producer, an ethical porn marketer, and a charge my ethical porn company. Now you understand more of my interest in um, exhibiting um, ethical sex and ethical sexuality in the most publicized of manners. Um, you know, I'm the most attracted to DBWs, chocolate. Uh, Black skin, black women, also known as chocolate ladies. Not because of the not because of human trafficking, but um because of who I innately am, that's just come my preferences of women. And to be fair to myself, since I'm a queer guy, queer person, I prefer black skin, black men. And also known as chocolate gentlemen and I also like um, I also like bulky men um, and I like a mixture of shapeliness as well as meat when it comes to all the other types of adults because I'm queer 
I'm not completely heterosexual and I'm not completely cisgender either. So despite the sex trafficking, I still enjoy my preferences humanely. And my preferences enjoy me In organized crime, you have what is called the hurt mentality. I hate it when it happens in organized crime. I hate the you know hurt mentality when it comes to religion. Hurt mentality, mob mentality, path mentality describes how people can be influenced by their peers to adopt certain behaviors on a largely emotional rather than rational basis. When individuals are affected by mob mentality, they may group di- they may make different decisions that they would have individually. Um I hate the hurt mentality of organized crime. I hate the hurt mentality of religion. And I hate the hurt mentality of society. You know, the group think distress, the group think is annoying. The, The false sense of crowd wisdom is annoying. The False sense of group intelligence, like false sense of group think, are both annoying. And the de-individuation is annoying too. Um, television, movies, photography, and art, and art, and the arts of all kinds. Um, I'm into ethical visual erotica, I'm into ethical written erotica, I'm into ethical um, audio erotica, and there's more. I'm into ethical erotic art, ethical erotic paintings, ethical erotic sculptures, ethical erotic dramas, ethical erotic films, ethical sex films, ethical love scenes, ethical erotic thrillers, ethical sex comedies, ethical coming of age films, ethical romantic dramas. Um, I'm into ethical erotic music, ethical erotic literature, Ethical erotic photography, I want to be featured in all these things that I just said. I'm into ethical curiosity. Um, and I can't wait to do art house porn of the ethical kind on the feature. Now you fully understand why I'm for sex workers' rights. Uh, the sex positivity movement, free love, sexual liberation, sexual revolution, um,
you know, the sexual, uh, golden age of porn, uh, sex workers' rights movement, uh, and the Declaration of Sexual Rights, Declaration of Sexual Pleasures. And that's why I'm also for reproductive rights, abortion rights, reproductive health, sexual health. And I have all these values, and I'm for LGBTQ plus rights, for transgender rights, I'm for uh, intersex human rights, and um, I'm also for. I'm, I'm basically for um, sexual liberty, sexual freedom. And all these values I have when it comes to off camera sex life and my feature on porn um, sex life on camera. With the ethnotantric sex, um, talk about it. Um, this is the best way for me to show that. you call Smoking, presence, eye gazing, light, and hovering touch. Feeling more with less touch, more space. I am of sacred sexuality, tantra, kundalini, yoga, and meditation. My superpowers are orgasm without touch, altered states, intuition, and deep presence and intimacy. I am the sensual erotic blueprint type. My turn ons are pleasures in all the senses, music, beautiful surroundings, flowers, luxury. Textures, essential oils, water, delicious food, dancing, partying, romance, massage, lingering, contouring, touch. My superpowers are full body orgasms, multiple orgasms, orgasms, food, orgasms, drinks, a beautiful sunset, an exquisite symphony. I am the sexual erotic blueprint type. 
I turn on the naked bodies, penetration, porn, erotica, genitals, oral sex, anal sex, certainty of orgasm. And back, and when it comes to my sex life with women, backdoor Um, And my superpowers are I'm super fun and easy to please. No shame, sex is fun. And I think I should have it all the time. Um, it meaning the sex, I, I think I should have sex all the time. I am of the kinky erotic blueprint type. My turn-ons are naughtiness, taboo, the forbidden playfulness, and exploring. I psychologically love power games, mind, sex, role-play, fantasy, control, slash, surrender, polarity, play. I love sensation, loves the feeling of constriction, ropes, cuffing, held down, impact play, heat or cold play, etc. Um, my superpowers are I'm very creative, I have endless ways to play. I do experience human sailing and transformation through positive kinky experiences as a member of the kinky community that I am. And last of the right blueprint type, I um I am a shapeshift erotic blueprint type. My turn-ons are variety, adventure, all the other blueprints, lots of sensation at once, and shifting among the other different blueprints, discover, discovery, novelty, and excitement. My superpowers are I'm the strad, the various of the blueprints. I'm erotically sophisticated. I do experience pleasure and orgasm in different ways. I do please partners of any erotic blueprint type because I know and I feel them I was just watching um a documentary on YouTube called Baby Gangsters on the South Side, Thug Life in Southeast Washington, D.C. And they were talking about, you know, Blue High School. In high school. You know, you got people evading metal detectors, students and teachers beating each other badly. You have, you know, teenagers being shot at night, shot during the day. And these shootings are fatal. And then you got people gambling in the schools. Um, you have special needs bullying going on. One special needs student ended up brain dead, beat up to death because he didn't want people, the teenagers who were trying to have him to give up the give up his cell phone so they could use it. He was like, no. They beat him so badly not to days later ended up dead. One young lady was gonna be a pediatrician. Rising sophomore at Blue and she ended up shot dead. One guy who was at Blue for like a week and then he got murdered. And then at Blue I remember hearing stories about um people gambling in the hallways and people bringing weapons to school people being killed in school, being being killed outside of school. Usually killed means gunplay. And growing up, that's why I was afraid to go to Blue High School as a teenager. I was relieved that I didn't because I lived down the street from Blue and that neighborhood was 
dangerous. You know, and similar things will happen even at Anacostia is in the high school too. This is like uh, Condon Terrace and Barry Fromm's attending the same school, so you got neighborhood beefs going on at these schools. And the bullying is just ridiculous. Got people who bring marijuana and they bring alcohol to the schools and It's just amazing how they even have metal detectors like an airport because it's that dangerous in these schools. Frankston Terrace and Dwellings neighborhoods, man, are dangerous in D.C. You have public housing projects who have violent and murderous feuds with each other. I take a breather because it was so painful to admit that stuff. Playground, all about novelty and cares about sex and love. Uh, learning, experimenting, trying new things like pushing myself out of my comfort zone. I don't take sex too seriously. I can laugh about it. Even if my explorations don't work out perfectly, I read articles and books about sex and I even will be participating in workshops on sex. Interesting. When it comes to sex, I am the explorer personality type. Um, I'm also the fair trader sex personality type. To me, generosity is the most important part of sex. I like for there to be a balance. I always know that my partner's joy gives me just as much as I enjoy receiving and vice versa. Important to me that myself and my partners are all willing and enthusiastic. I, I like knowing that we're all open to each other's needs and willing to work together. When it comes to sex, I am the giver per- sex personality type. I view sex and pleasure as gifts that I give to my partners. My partners with sexual experiences is as equally important to me as my own sexual experiences. 
I'm very in tune with my partner's experiences and it makes me feel like I've actually make my partners feel good. Um, I do love receiving. Um, I'm also the guardian when it comes to the sex personality type. For me, it's extremely important for sex to feel safe and be safe. I like feeling the fact that foundation security with my partners and with myself. My boundaries are important to me as it gives that consent. I do I did experience sexual abuse in the past. Um, which is which did lead me to seek out safety and obtain a young girl in my twenties. I now know that I know I experienced emotional safety, physical safety as an adult. And um I simply like building that bond of trust getting with my partners before, while, and after being intimate, physically and sexually. When it comes to sex, I am the passion pursuer sex personality type. I like sex to feel all encompassing, intense, and passion. Definitely animalistic and primal. I'm very in tune with energy between me and my partners during sex, before and after too. I love the day of letting go and losing myself in the moments. For me, the best sex is when time seems to stand still. When it comes to sex, I'm the pleasure seeker. For me, sex, sometimes for me, sex is about pure physical pleasure. I just like to feel good. I may even, I enjoy touch, physical contact throughout the day too. I don't need to feel monogamous emotional connection with someone to have great sex with them. Um, I am a kinesthetic type person learned by doing and I'm tactile. Sex is just one of the simple pleasures in life for me and there's no confusion that I feel. Um, when it comes to sex and prioritizer, sex personality type, the most important thing for me is that sex is something that me and my partners prioritize over other things in life, especially when it's time for us to suck and fuck. I don't want to make excuses about being too busy or too tired. I want to be intimate way before that. I value my sex life. I'm willing to spend time on it. Make sensible sacrifices for it. I like sex to be consistent. I may, I may even like having specific routines with how often I have sex. That's true. When it comes to sex, for me, I'm the romantic sex personality type. A lot of times, sex is all about connection for me. I want to experience real emotional intimacy with my partners. I want to be physical. It's important for myself and my partners to feel present and with each other sometimes. I may like slower, more drawn-out sex. I like exchanging positive affirmations during sex and making eye contact. When it comes to sex, I'm the spiritually sex personality type. I enjoy sex and connect it to a higher purpose. I think sex should be a transcendent experience. Sex is bigger than, what hap- than what's happening in my body. And I do enjoy Eastern philosophies like Tantra. I'm not religious, but I do love to infuse inner beauty with sex. For me, I'm the thrill seeker sex personality type. For me, there's a thrill to having sex that feels a bit in a taboo. That is all within law and reason and honoring age consent laws. I do enjoy an element of power play in my sex life, like allowing my partner to dominate me and me dominating my partners, whereas a thrill seeker like me simply likes to exploration for exploration's sake. I crave that sense of the taboo.
Time to decompress or sometimes for me sex is all about healthy stress relief. Relieving stress healthily. Sometimes sex is that's what sex is for me. Sex a lot sometimes is a way for me to blow off steam and unwind. I just seek out sex because I simply enjoy spending time basking in the afterglow when sex is over. Hey, there are times where I legitimately feel tense my father say, hey, let's have relations so you can relax. I don't use sex to solve any and all problems, by the way. I just want that to be clear. I do like how sex puts me right to a deep sleep afterward. I do masturbate for some reason. Two orgasms are important to me because they bring about that feeling of relief and release for me. Sex just doesn't feel complete without that for me, so I am the decompressive sex personality type. And as for the junkyard thing, um, here are the tracks. David founding members were the Jackson Jr. and Sherman Lanners, heavy ones, vocalist Derek Wilbur, Ingram, and vocalist Jackson, Shorty Pop. Walking was shot and killed himself for instance in the 1990s, and he shot multi instrumentalist, was run over on his motorcycle in the 2000s. Shelton Shorty Pop Watkins was shot and killed in several incidents in the 1990s. Damon Scott, the multi instrumentalist, was run over on his motorcycle in the 2000s. John Hicks, a keyboardist, died of kidney failure two years ago. From Wings, adding Colquitt to the list of members who have died, especially painful. Um, they lost bassist Derek Colquitt in motorcycle crash. Um, everyone in Washington's type in the community. Um, love the rhythm of DC's junkyard band. One of Marquis' syncopated per- percussion field, field music style that has provided soundtrack for Washington since the 1970s. Uh, Project in Southeast Washington, D.C. Drawn to the era of classical go-go sound that was sweeping Washington at the time and unable to afford traditional instruments, band's members began pounding out go-go beats on buckets, hubcaps, and other guitars that earned the group its name. Wow. You can Jasper 
James Jasper, guitarist for Junkyard Bass in 2005, has a co-quit group in Washington and started out as a percussionist in the 1980s. He picked up the bass in the 1990s, a big fan of Rare Essence's bass, bass player, Funky Man. Longtime member Warren Wings who goes by Black Pooh. Wow. And a lot of these kids help with community events in the junkyard band too. Derek Coco is simply known as House. Wow. Jackson 5 Gogo Circuit said next kid and music promoter was present TBED Records, the first Gogo record label. The music is as much a part of the city as the capital, he said. Wow. Sort of along with that of go-go and up-tempo percussion, latent-style music blocks of verbal interplay between the musician and the audience. The group's band of brand of musical is a product of streetwise invention, according to acquaintances. They usually formed the original band, picked up bottles, came to boxes, but usually could not afford instruments. Immensely popular in the D.C. era, said Gil Griffith, music editor at YSD Magazine, Young Sisters and Brothers. December 1990, they were on a deal at Capitol Center with rapper Salt and Pepper, funk band Tony Tony Tony, and they sold the show. It really opened my eyes to, me, to a unique phenomenon. That go go band seems to update these national acts of the form of DC, and they first played at the Barry Farms Recreation Center. Wow. Wow, Gaston's first drum set consisted of a cardboard box, three five-gallon paint bucket that he vented in strategic spots to give each one a unique sound set. Benny, Harley Reed's singer with Little Benny and the Masters, a go-go group that occasionally played with the junkyard band. Over time, Gaston collected a real bass drum set, putting cymbals from the pawn shop and foot pedals donated by a drum and burp from a donated by a drum and bugle cord. Wow. 1980s, the band began performing for the other prominent Gogo acts eventually developed its own following after being featured in the movie DC Cab. The group's recording includes the word of diatribe that the government's asking for poor people. But perhaps the most popular song is the sardines and porky beans rappers. Artists remember to speak and yell out the names of their favorite foods. 
So the group is also credited for creating a highly athletic dance called the Hee Haw. When the band plays the Hee Haw song, others can bend their knees, put their hands out as if riding a horse, and move in jerky steps that put the image of riding a bucking horse. Now that some people come back to the hood and they get shot dead, and some have this their crime while performing the music. So doing crimes and fun music is just fucked up, real fucked up. Spike on the scene, New York hip hop with the Death Family. The group took the single Sardine, one of the few go go songs that enjoyed national radio. So now you know all of what happened to me and other people within. DC organized DC crime law. 